Welcome to Take a Wonder with Shebs, the show that features some of the biggest travel bloggers, TV and radio personalities and journalists from all around the world. Each show aims to take my guest on a wonder and uncover topics that may not be discussed on their platforms or in the media, whether that's the state of travel blogging and journalism as it is today, or whether there's enough diversity within the industry. Perhaps what impact technology and social media have had on content creation, or in general the impact of current affairs on the industry. I also try and find out the journey behind each individual's success, as this is more important to me than the actual travel. This episode aired on my YouTube channel on the 20th of July 2020, and it's with Peruvian explorer Jimmy Uscara. Jimmy and I met in September 2016 as he was my tour guide whilst I was travelling Peru. In our discussion, we spoke about how we started traveling and how he landed the job as a tour guide with G Adventures. All of that and much more in my discussion with Jimmy. Hola, Jimmy. ¿Cómo está? Yo muy bien. ¿Y tú? Ah, muy bien. Gracias. Qué bien. That's all right. That's progress. Yeah, my Spanish is very, very limited. I remember when I came to Peru, my Spanish was getting better and better. But yeah, uh, because you were like twenty-one days here, right? So it's like you just catch all all the Spanish words. And in Peru, Bolivia, the people speak slowly, clearly. So it's like better for you. Well, I heard recently that um, Peru is coming out of lockdown government said that it's flexible. That means that everybody can go out without any restrictions, but you should keep the distance. And now, at the beginning, it was just to use the mask, but now you should just use the facial protection. Well, I want to start off with, uh, Jimmy. So how did you start off in travel? When was the first time you went traveling? Was it with your family? Was it with your friends? Well, my, my life was traveling all my life. So my father is pilot. I was traveling when I was like, I don't know, nine months. Yeah. Nine when months old. Nine months, oh, yeah. wow. It was just around like uh, overflying around my city with my mom, my father, and we took some photos. My older brother and me, we were traveling also a lot with my mom and my father. Then I had another... Well, uh, a sister, no? She born, and with her also we were traveling a lot, no? Pucallpa, Lima, different cities in Peru, no? But when my my fourth uh, sister arrived, we just stopped. I mean, my mom, I think that she was taking care of everything, especially of childrens, and she was not really motivated to traveling and to take care of of four of the kids, no? So, but after that, I went to the university and in the university, again, no excursions because I was doing agriculture uh, studies and I never liked it, but uh, I learned, learned a lot, a lot, to be honest, because here in Peru, there is also like few opportunities. There is no like number of careers that maybe you have in UK, in the developing countries, no? But I'm very happy, so I really love traveling. With this situation, I was like a little bit uh, sad and frustrated, maybe. I cry some days. I cry, I really, okay. really cry some days. Uh, why? Because I think that the life is too short because travel is life. Life is travel, so... 
That's what I mean. I um, met you when I was in Peru. You were my tour guide, and you showed me all around Peru. We kept in touch, and it was, uh, you know, I remember when we, when I was leaving Lima for the last time. I remember you came out to meet me uh, for a drink, even though you finished the tour. Mm-hmm. That's how much. That's how close we became. And I remember. Do you remember me buying this top? The Cusco, yeah. Cusco top. Oh. Yeah, this is. Uh, oh, this I bought. I bought this the in lava. Cusco. Yeah, you know what? I I remember buying ten T-shirts or six T-shirts. I can't remember one of the. It was number. It was a, quite a few. I remember I got it for so cheap. But uh, but no, you and I met then, and we kept in touch, telling each other our our stories and stuff. So, and it's been you know, that's part of that's as you said before. That is all about traveling. Meet people you know you experience life and you know i've stayed connected with you and that is all about traveling for me i met you through g adventures and that's who you worked for so just tell us how you started with g adventures as a, as a tour company and becoming a tour guide and what's the current situation at the minute with with the with the pandemic is there plans to go back to g adventures I was working in a hotel first, yeah, here in Lima, in Barranco, that is a nice area also, where the YOLO tours arrive, no? The YOLO tours, the youngest people, or the oh, yeah, you call them 29 the, to 40 yes, years yes. now, a day. Well, they, yeah. they call them the, you only live once, right? So the YOLO, yeah. you only live once. Mm-hmm. But now they change the name, yeah? But so, then after, so, some application, so I just told to the people like hey i'm here doing this so uh, but i'm engineer so do you think that i can be like or can apply to for this job and they and she um the tour leaders told me yes you you can in the there there is like psychologists there is a contents, uh, business administration, etc., etc. The only thing that you need is coordinate, so good sense of humor and this and this, and then you ca- you could do it for sure. The Monday I went to the office and they were with a roulette, a roulette, and they were playing with the roulette with me, and I said like, what is this? No, <laughs> and I remember in that roulette is uh, there was questions like for example if you have a um, if you are a, a superhero which power do you want to have or something like that my power should be read the mind the mean the, the no read the mind yeah read the mind in order that discover what my travelers want no in order to give them everything that they need everything that they want no unfortunately we can have that power but that was my 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 answer and after two two or three more that i just give the playing with the roulette there yeah they just told me like this was just to tell you that you are in <laughs> so and after that yeah after that i just continue with the sh- shadow training and after the shadow training my first solo trip now that you're obviously well, in the pandemic you, you're not mm-hmm. working with g adventures at the minute because mm-hmm. of there's no tours is there exactly there is no tour so we are we are waiting that everything reactivate again here in Peru, so in order that we can start to travel again. The impact it's had on your life. So 
I mean, you're talking about having to not go into work. What sort of impact has it had on Peru and, you know, people who can't support themselves? Many people have just had to sort of give up their careers. What do you think this is going to do long term for Peru because of this pandemic? Well, in Peru, we have also, we had some bonus that the government provide us. Okay, that's good. But that was depend, for example, extreme poverty. They have uh, something like 400, 500 soles. No? Also in the banks, for example, if you have like some uh, debts with the credit cards, for example, they'll de- they delay for three months after the three months. Ah, okay, okay. That is a time that you expect to have a new job. No, or to recover your job or to get a new salary, a new job, and you can start to pay again and again. No, of course, different things. uh, We had like three or four different bonus, but in Peru, for sure, there was not enough because it was just one bonus for three months. Actually, if it's the same bonus, but every month, every month, 400, 400, 400. Soles per month should be nice, but that was just one month for all this pandemic stuff. So that I think that is no, no, no fair. Because some people is going to work in order to get money. Also, there is new people going to the street to sell product. There is also a, a big problem with the migration from, well, people from Venezuela coming to Peru, they are almost a million and a half now. So a million and a half people have come over from Venezuela to Peru because people that don't know, Venezuela is still in a political dilemma where there's obviously issues there. And um, as you said, so that many people have come into the country. For sure, they don't have nothing. So, and they are on the street, they are asking for money, selling products, or just uh, asking for money in the street or for food. I think that is the, the same situation in the developing countries, especially in South America, Africa. I think that that will be like, or so in some Asian countries also. Do you think it's going to be safe for tourists to come in? Um, because South America, before I spoke to you about it, when I went to South America, or when I went to Peru, I should say, um, and the perception of South America being a dangerous, you know, continent, you know, violence, crimes and stuff. Do you think people hearing this will go, oh, I'm not going to go to South America because you don't know what the political situation is like over there. So do you think this is going to maybe put people off or do people... Do people just have to go and support these countries because they need tourism to help them through this? As a traveler, I can I, I will tell you that, um, for example, in my first idea before to go to Europe, I was thinking like Europe should be like one of the safest countries, so the safest place to go, no? But definitely. Everywhere you go, there is like some places that are no nice to visit, or there is some streets that you shouldn't visit. That is 
the the first thing that I mentioned also in my welcome meetings, like, okay, guys, so this is a nice country, but like in every country, everywhere, you can have like some different problems. So every time that we arrive to a different city, I will tell you where to go, where don't to go. Yeah. So I think that that about secure or insecure places is everywhere. I saw like some people trying to store a luggage, for example, in Belgium. Then I saw like some uh, pickpocketing also in Paris. I think that the security and insecurity you can find it everywhere. I think that uh, the Venezuelans are not a problem. No, I think that the problem is the is the people that discriminate them because so they are not here or they are not in other countries because there is Venezuelans everywhere now. So Colombia is full of Venezuelans. Uh, Ecuador is full of Venezuelans. Uh, and I, th I think and I feel really, really bad when some people discriminate people from Venezuela uh, because I said that they are not here because they want to be here. They, wa they want just to give a better life to the people that is still there. To yeah, I just want to just point out, obviously, what you said, very crystal clear that those people that are coming over from Venezuela, you know, they just, they, they've got nowhere to go. You know, they don't, as you said, they're not, they haven't chose to go over there for, you know, they've had to come over because of what the situation is like in Venezuela. So that's the first point. As I said to you, you earlier that it's important people do still go to places like Peru, Colombia, Uruguay, Argentina because those countries will be hit hard, you know, on a, on a financial level. So hopefully, uh, when people start to travel again, people think of South America and Peru, of course. So, um, well said, Jimmy. Um, I want to take you back to some fun points now. So, um, so. You've done a lot of traveling through Peru. Obviously, I traveled with you all over Peru. We did everywhere. Um, one of my highlights was, by the way, um, going to the Amazon. That was fantastic. I remember, actually, do you remember? Actually, you, I don't know whether you remember this, actually. We were on a, a boat, and we were in the Amazon, and it was around about 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock at night, and it was dark. And, you know, I remember you said, right, look, everyone look up, look up, look at the stars. And I remember you said, remember this moment because you should never, ever forget that you're here in the Amazon looking at the stars. And I remember that to this day. I remember you saying that. What are some of your highlights then from just traveling around? Because you've done so much of Peru. You've done all of Peru. I mean, there's obviously some negatives mm -hmm. as well because you're away from your family a lot and friends. Mm -hmm. uh, but what has been the highlight of Peru, would you say, first? For Peru, uh, for me, is like the diversity of that we have in this, the geographic especially. No, uh, for sure Machu Picchu for me is the best part because it's located like between the Andes and between the forest. I'm from the forest, and also I like I really like the Andes. I like the mountains. So for me, Machu Picchu is like a good combination of Peru, even in culture and in territory. Machu Picchu is just magic, I think. For sure, we have different things to sh to show you. No, it's the 
For example, in Cusco is Machu Picchu, is the Inca culture, pre-Inca cultures. In the jungle, we have a different kind of, of tourists. It's mainly, a, it's mainly something like ecologic, flora, fauna. No? I remember that night that I saw it. I told you, like, every time that you see a star, just remember in, in the best things in your life. And also remember at least, like, one, two seconds about Peru, no? Before we came on, you were talking about going to Africa, Spain, all over Africa as well. Obviously, that plan has now... Um, Rocking. <laughs> yes. I mean, but would you... Would you would you would you have plans to go back after maybe of next course, year? Of course, of course, of course. Where, whereabouts? Where, where did you want to go? Maybe this year. Where did you want to go in Africa? Because Africa is um, an amazing continent to travel yeah. around. I, I want first to have like the little count. Uh, contact or just to have like the introduction to Africa. My plan was to go to the Canaria Island that is very close to Africa and then go to Marruecos, Morocco. No? So Morocco and after Morocco, uh, come back to, uh, to, to Europe to visit many friends that I have there. And the next year, uh, maybe South Africa, South oh, Africa, South Africa. So, and, so, and other countries around there. But South Africa, I think that is like a good, good place where you have safari, you have, um, you have everything, I think, or a good part of Africa. So you moved to Germany for a couple of years. You were saying to, to learn about the tourism industry, learn maybe German, you know, English, get, you know, make, make your English a bit better and stuff. What was the overall experience of Germany when you went back to, after you left Germany, went back after two years? Was your experience of Germany something that made you into the man you are now? Um, how was all of that? Well, Germany was uh, for sure one of my best experiences in my life. Uh, actually, I got a scholarship I got a scholarship and then I went two years to Germany to do all the master programs there in organic agriculture. And so, but at that time also I get involved with uh, hospitality and tourists. I consider Germany my second home. I consider uh, many friends as, as my family because they were like my family. They were like my family uh, because we were doing studies, we, we were just alone there without no, no parents, no brothers, no, and they were our friends, but they become like part of our family. People from Mexico, Indonesia, Pakistan, uh, well, South America, also Colombia, Venezuela. So, so you, you've got literally friends from all over the world, yeah, all over the world, which is what I love to hear anyway. That is, as a city, that is all about traveling. You've also gone all over Europe as well, haven't you? Not just Germany. You've done many places around Europe. Uh, where would you say, obviously you said Germany is your num you know, number two home. Apart from Germany, where else have you been that is very memorable to you in, in, in Europe? In Europe, I love Czech Republic. I love Prague. Why, why would you say that? Because I feel like very, 
very nice and very incredible. The people were so nice. I remember the the tower, the castle. I remember the main square with a big clock. No, that wow, that was amazing. Also the the Jewish neighborhood. It's like a mix of many things just in that little area. Uh, I remember also the car bridge. The car bridge, I remember. That was one of my favorite because I went for Easter to celebrate, so to travel also in Czech Republic. And I remember the car bridge, car bridge with the, with the moon. It was a full moon that night that I was there. So and I was I was alone, but I never felt alone there. But after that, also Greece, I can say Greece was amazing. Yeah, Greece was amazing. Um, and France, France was like wow, very nice. I, I mean, I think maybe because it was like a place that I want to go it was a place that even I I know the language. I know like part of the culture, so that maybe motivate me to go there. But for sure there's many other countries I think that I will discover in the future and then I will call you and I will tell you, hey, yeah. we just <laughs> changed this. So I don't know. The first one is now this, no, this yeah, city yeah. or this country. I never was in Asia, so I have a lot of friends. So, but there will be a time that I should go. Let me tell you, once you go to Asia, you might change your favorite country. <laughs> favorite country. Yeah, <laughs> and what about outside of Europe? Where would you say is your favorite place? I'm assuming it's going to be South America or Central America. I love Brazil and I love Argentina. Argentina and Brazil are quite nice countries, I think. So... Uh, but also for sure, no Central America uh, that I don't know, like to consider. Uh, so actually, the best best country that I can say that was very different and quite shocking in some aspects was Cuba. Cuba was very very nice. Was uh, quite like old and new. Uh, constructions all and new cities and towns so that was like one of my favorites well we're going to quickly finish off with a few rapid fire questions so favorite food you've had uh, kebabs in germany feijoada in brazil uh, the lomo de chorizo in argentina or the biggest the, the steak the steak uh, of course, uh, Uruguay also, good beef, yeah. Chile, the wine, Argentina, the wine. So, I mean, you know, food and drinks come together for sure. Uh, so, Pisco in Peru is the best. Definitely, absolutely. Yeah, so Ecuador, Ecuador, the, the ceviche is also nice, different than Peruvian one, but I think that is very, very good. Actually, it's not bad. It's good. Yeah. So the, the breads, the breads and the cakes in 
in Germany, Belgium, and France. I think that are the best, the okay. best. You know that I'm quite overweight, so don't. Yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we should stop with that. Yeah. <laughs> what about um, hotels or hostels? I would prefer hostels, but nowadays also hotels are very good. Uh, specific now because of the pandemic, of the coronavirus, I think that many hostels will change the dynamic of the or or they will change the concept of what is a hostel but i like many many of them and lastly would you rather fly or would you travel on the road i would prefer a road if i want to enjoy the landscapes and i so i would prefer the road well jimmy we've come to the end of our chat and i hope people listening I really enjoyed, you know, hearing you speak and I've thoroughly enjoyed speaking to you and reminiscing about our time in Peru, but also listening to what's been happening in Peru and your sort of travels over Europe. Hopefully you can get to Africa soon, maybe go to Spain yeah. and uh, and hopefully you can get back into work as well because obviously of we want, uh, <laughs> yes, of course we want. Uh, thank, you. thank you, thank you for that. Well, thank you for, th thank you for coming on and uh, yes, I wish you all the best and hopefully we can see each other because I remember we said we'll, we'll, we'll meet, meet, up, meet up very soon. Yeah, I hope to see you soon um, to enjoy again traveling and enjoying life. Right. T take care, Jimmy. Thank you so much. Bye, bye bye. Have a great day. See you soon. You can follow my guests on all of their social media platforms. The details are in the description. That's it for Take a Wonder with Shebs. Don't forget to follow me on all of my social media platforms. Until next time, bye for now.